right, welcome to the crypto show right here in Wyoming at my favorite conference, the Wyo Hackathon. And uh, I was lucky enough to meet Jordan Gray with NEAR, the NEAR project. And uh, I almost actually, uh, first listening to you, I almost dismissed it because... I, you know, you just hear so much crap well, constantly. To be fair, I almost dismissed you too, but I'm glad we talked more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you just you're constantly hearing all this stuff, but yeah, it, yeah. Um, it's amazing, uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah, thank thanks for those kind words, and also really appreciate everything you're doing, which is like really cool work and helping a lot of people out. So yeah, great work there. Yeah, it's going to help me out quite a bit. It actually uh, it makes the the whole creating the NFT thing and uh, much easier for me. Uh, I'm still I still have to figure out how to do these larger files. <laughs> Maybe I'll just have to make them smaller. But I think uh, encoding <laughs> is the key there. Yeah, yeah. little FFmpeg. Yeah, and uh, but you. You have the ability to create DAOs, you have the marketplace, uh, create tokens, uh, the yeah. NFT minting, and just uh, it's an all-in-one marketplace. All of the fundamentals are there. So um, everything in, in nature of being decentralized and part of an ecosystem is composable. So we've got all of the pieces there, and now it's up to people to take those pieces and do even more interesting things built upon those like fundamentals. Okay, so let me let me start from the beginning then. Uh, like, where did Near come from, and what is your position at Near? Mm -hmm. So Near was originally an AI company, which was focused on the the idea that you could like talk to a computer in human language, and then you would write a program. It would write a program for you. Um, the company pivoted to blockchain along the way, and they didn't lose that focus on developer experience and making it easy to develop applications. So that's still like core to the company and that shows in like the developer tooling, the CLI stuff, all of those things. Um, but the, the overall vision of the company is to bring the power of Web3 to everybody who is still part of the Web2 ecosystem, um, who are still giving their data away without being paid for it. And, um, yeah, basically making it so that anybody can use the power of Web3. And that shows up in ways like the the web wallet, which you can use on your phone, you could use it on a tablet, you can use it on your desktop. It's something where you can, like, get people set up in a bar when they're drunk. It's that easy. Babies right. can do it. So, like, that's, that's the overall mission of Nier is um, making it easy for people to get the power of Web3. And what's the power of Web3? Being able to govern govern themselves, the power to govern themselves, to have control of their money, and to be able to, like, be in control of their own data. Like, right. the, their data is what they own. Another company doesn't own their data. Yeah, and so uh, I show up here yesterday to be part of the hackathon team, and the only thing I really offer to them is just, like, marketing ideas and, like, how to have fun with it. Or I think I have a, a pretty good view of what marketing should look like, although you may not feel that way from looking at some of my stuff because some you got things, a pretty pro setup right yeah, here yeah. so i like it <laughs> uh yeah some of my marketing ideas are all in in fun and everything but so we, we sit down to make a spaceport which i thought was an incredibly stupid idea <laughs> at the beginning mm -hmm. and then the more uh, you know the the bigger the idea became it was a, a great idea and then and then you you set in with these guys and the next thing we know, we have a DAO, we have a registered DAO mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. state of Wyoming. And just, the, you know, just inside of a few hours, we've literally built a space company yeah. in a locker room. 
it's wild. <laughs> it, it is quite wild. And that's where the, like, it, it really comes to fruition when all of these things, which are great in theory, actually get used to do something amazing. And that's what we saw in the last few hours was, um, like you said, with Sputnik DAO, we were able to launch a DAO and then register it in Wyoming with the help of Cowbot.near, who's like our, our lawyer, <laughs> our representative, <laughs> like, representative. On a Saturday. On a Saturday, nonetheless. <laughs> so, and to me, one of the turning points was, okay, spaceport. Sounds crazy, right? What is that? The whole idea is that right now to launch a rocket, spaceports, which cost upwards of $2 million to build, can only launch 10 rockets a month at best. And here it would be possible to build a field four times that size for like an equivalent amount of money. Right. And raising that amount of money in the crypto space isn't out of the picture. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's like a strong possibility yeah. of this happening from that logistics point of view, but then also hearing the senators speak about it right. and actually being on board about it and wanting to push this forward was just a revelation of like, this isn't just <laughs> yeah. like a harebrained yeah. scheme. This is something with some backing. Yeah, well, like, oh, so about three days ago, there, were, there was a, uh, you know, a meeting here. I think it was a legislator's meeting and there was all kinds of politicians sitting around. And uh, John was conveying the idea of a spaceport, and he wasn't doing a very good job of it. And everybody was like, none of us really even knew what he was talking about. And they were, they were just kind of nodding no, their head yeah. and just like saying whatever they could to placate him. Yeah. And now, now it's become this. So. <laughs> yeah, a team has really formed and come together, and it's it's been really cool meeting like the designers on the team, yeah. like the the handful of developers that have come together to look at the different mechanics of how things are fitting. And yeah, it's. It's actually a thing. It's, yeah. it's quite amazing. And that's what hackathons are for. And like, right. Nir's really happy to be here and to help support like all the teams that have been here. I and I'm I'm really happy to to be able to try this out and, and uh, create the my NFT idea and see if it can actually do something. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, I'm always looking to do so. As long anything that lets me get out into the world and, and do my thing. Yeah, I, you got I like NFT. It. It's yeah. Mm, no, oh yeah, yeah. So I even made yeah. Uh, now fund this. Now fund this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like something that's perfectly in line with like the values of Near and the previous like humanitarian DAOs that we formed and um, raised money for other like causes like flooding and COVID in the oh, last really? few months. Oh, you did. Some, there was uh, your partner was telling me something about China mm-hmm. uh, flooding yeah, in China. Yep, flooding in Henan. We raised. Um, over two thousand, two hundred thousand U.S. dollars for um, for Vietnam. We raised an about equivalent amount, and then for India, we raised about twenty thousand dollars for COVID relief there. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's awesome. In total, over half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. What what is the, uh, the I don't know idea situation for near? What do you, what do you think would be the best um, so company I think or? The, the strong point of Near that kind of um, differentiates it is the pragmatic dedication to making it easy to use for everyday people. And there's no sense of like, we need to make a walled garden and only let the cool people in here. Yeah. The whole idea is to give these superpowers to the whole world. Let's look at the next billion users and see what we need to have in place for this to be easily adopted and change lives on that scale. And that's why the chain is designed to scale infinitely and that's what like the nightshade sharding is about is making sure that this general purpose computer can operate in one second TPS's no matter how big it grows and then also like the 
that that whole idea of the finality being like mm-hmm. one second makes it feel to web two users when they click on a button in near it happens in a matter of a second versus being like 15 seconds or 10 seconds and they're just sitting around wondering like did my thing go through so at a grocery store you could do a transaction and it wouldn't feel out of place i i wasn't aware of the night stage Nightshade sharding. What, yeah. what is this? So there's there's some lore here. Um, <laughs> I, so, I, so I met this uh, one of the first guys who was like putting these things. At, uh, he had a program called Shardis mm-hmm. out of Dallas, and mm-hmm. I learned a little bit about sharding then. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we had some jokes. Yeah. You know, there's make sure it's a T. I mean a D, <laughs> not a T. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep your pants in order. Um, but yeah. So the the basic problems that generation three chains are fixing or working on um is like scalability and interoperability and you need scalability so that your chain operates fast and so that it remains inexpensive so people can do transactions without spending hundreds of dollars Mm -hmm. and then the interoperability is this idea that like each one of these chains has their own virtual computer but what good is a virtual computer off in a closet you want the computers to be able to talk to each other to generate real value. You need the like the meta internet built on top of Web three. So those are things that Nier are like squarely focused on with the like um, the bridges that have already been built to Ethereum, to substrate chains like Kusama and Polkadot, um, to Solana, and then here at the Hackathon we also started um, looking at a Cardano. Bridge, and that's one of the things that a team oh, yeah. is working on yeah, right one now. Yeah, the hackers right now yeah, is trying so to build a bridge between Cardano. And yeah, looking forward to that. It, um, what has Car- any projects that have Cardano has actually completed yet, or do they have anything? Well, I know is that it still like, in the build, or do, is there anything out there? Smart contracts are fairly recent on Cardano, so like NFTs are already there, and yeah. like smart contracts have um, kind of like come into the picture. And as I've been speaking to teams about their approaches and all that, like. It was interesting getting an understanding of how everything is tied to the base token of Cardano and how that might actually make it like more easily interoperable than some of the other approaches that people have taken for smart contracts. So we'll see how it plays out. I think when we see the bridge actually functioning is where we'll see like those logistics and how it all how it all really works. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting stuff. And I don't think that there's one right way to do something as complicated as a blockchain that runs smart contracts. Each approach is going to have its benefits, its pros, and its cons. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's part of why the future and the current is Mm -hmm. multi-chain. Everybody's doing their own little thing. Do um, do you have uh, any plans of adding uh, privacy, ZK? I know Tezos has kind of a a ZK feature. Do you you guys have, do you offer that, or is is it in the roadmap? It's not currently in place, but so it's something that's being worked on by the cypherpunk guild so on near there's a a guild ecosystem of over 100 monthly active guilds Mm -hmm. and one of those is the cypherpunk guild who like it was actually one of the first guilds and they're working on exactly that zk applications in near and making it as general purpose as possible so it's composable and can plug into any other application awesome um Thanks so much. I know we both want to get to this party, but <laughs> yeah, uh, how how can uh, how can people buy near if they want to set up their own chain? Because you thankfully you gave me near mm-hmm. so I could set these things up. Yeah, we got so you. Where do ground. I get? Where do I get it? So if you're in the states, if you're listening from the states, um, OKCoin is a good bet, and there's a few other exchanges where you can also get it. But I usually point people there because it's got the cleanest UX, and that's mm-hmm. what I care about. 
Um, around the world, Binance, you've got a lot more options. Um, but yeah, I would go one of those two places. And then also, um, there's a lot of opportunities to earn near. Like I was talking about those mm -hmm. active guilds. Um, if you go to the Open Web, open web Sandbox or nearguilds.org, you can find out about groups that are working on everything, UX, development, legal stuff, um, art. There's just a plethora of people who have formed guilds, a.k.a. DAOs, and are generating value, and you can find your tribe and chip in and earn some near that way. And um, what, What's the cost of near right now? I think it's like hovering around eight bucks or something, and ATH at this time was like eleven sixty or something like that. Wow! And the websites, how how do people find out yeah. more about it? So near.org is the place to go, and that has links to everything from our grants program to our development docs, all those things. And um, if you just hit near.chat, that'll get you in the Discord where we have um, every weekday. There's open office hours with the developers and you can like just chill out and hear where things are at or if you got questions you can mm -hmm. ask them there and uh, the marketplace like for nfts where what's the is it just the there's which a one? couple of them so like there's paras.id p-a-r-a-s.id and there's mintbase.io so those are the the two big ones and um you can't really go wrong there's a lot like i encourage people to mint as many places as they have energy for, just to have the experience and to also get their art out to different audiences because there are different audiences on different marketplaces and different chains. And I guess the last thing I could ask would be gas fees. What, uh, where are you at with gas fees? Fractions of a cent. And another uh, positive indicator there is there was a point in time where storage was more expensive than it is right now. The community was voicing that it was too expensive, and through a proposal, the storage cost was actually reduced. So the idea is that even if near shoots to the moon and is mm -hmm. like suddenly way expensive, the cost of storage and gas can be reduced so that things remain usable. And that's the number one goal, is have it be usable. So you said proposal. You guys have a DAO where people can submit proposals for improvements to the network? Or Yep. Yep. There's a there's a Genesis DAO, and that is run by Near Foundation. And that's the foundation out of Switzerland that manages the, the treasury of the tokens and mm -hmm. gives out grants and things like that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, the, the other project, I think, in the space that's been impressive to me has been uh, Atomic Hub through EOS. Mm -hmm. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really cheap and uh, user-friendly. And, it, you know, Ethereum, I've just not even bothered to even try. <laughs> because all I hear is people complaining about how much the gas fees are. I'm like, why do I want to, you know, put a picture of my toenail up there and pay yeah, 50 bucks or yeah, something? Yeah. That's well, there's, there's all the pros and the cons. But, yeah, Atomic Hub I do love. And they've really got that, like, collector's mindset and, and market, like, dialed yeah. in. So that's cool. Awesome. Well, uh, great meeting you. And, and thanks so much for talking to me and helping me out. So Yeah. Likewise, right. thank you so much. All right. Good chatting. You.